a TikToker who does mostly Disney content, who we're going to find out a little bit more about why he does Disney content and kind of what's going on. But he was recently banned from Disney for life. And some people, when they first saw this, were probably thinking, that's a little extreme, what's going on? But I actually want to start with an article from the New York Post that really did a good job, in my opinion, of kind of laying the timeline and, and describing what happened. So we're going to start with that. Let me share my screen. So the title, the article is titled TikTok star claims Disney world issued him a quote unquote lifetime ban. I did link this article in the description so you can read it yourself at some point after this, if you want. And so let's, let's get into it. It's a pretty quick article. So I'm not going to take a while, but it's a good uh, summary of things. So first, <laughs> I think it's funny. Their first line, no more mouse, House of Mouse for this fan. Actually, let me shout out the writer. It's by Samantha Ibrahim. 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 And this was published a few weeks or a little over a week ago. So no more House of Mouse for this fan. Controversial TikTok star and resident Disney fanatic Jason Jeter claims he has been permanently banned from Disney World for trespassing. The social media influencer who is best known online as Jeet and at Show Me Love Jeet said in a new TikTok that Disney security circled his car while he was parked outside the Grand Floridian Resort and Spa. If you don't know where that's located, it's the one that's like, I mean, it looks like a Florida resort, but it's like the white building with the red roofs. And it's, if you're familiar with Disney World, it's the one like right next to the Magic Kingdom on that big lake with the monorail going by and whatnot. You might have seen it recently with the nba bubble that the nba players were in when they were doing their season in florida at the disney complex so if you're wondering which one that was that's the one and they go on to say jeter said he was at the disney world hotel to get some food the influencer alleged he was a former employee of the iconic theme park but was fired in march he was allegedly from the company after posting tiktok videos of himself drinking from their intricate fountains and entering a Disney wedding venue that was closed off. Of course, reps for Disney World have not responded to the post request for comment on Jeter's claims. And they have a little bit of a, a quote here from um, Jeter or whatever. I think his name is Jason, Jason Jeter. But um, his quote from his video was, the worst has happened. Uh, he said, as soon as I get out of the car, Orange County Police Department pulls up. They said, hi, Jason Jeter. We have a trespass warning for you from Disney. You're no longer allowed on the property, end quote. Here's some screenshots from his TikTok video, which uh, in the Reddit link I'm going to read from in a few seconds, there's a link to that video as well. So if you want to watch that video, you can too. There's him in the parks. There's him drinking from the fountains. And then he added that for Disney employees, including a security guard, two people wearing suits and a quote unquote Disney investigator, they'll talk, touch on that in a few seconds, came up to him and explained why he was banned. And he said, quote, then they're like, hey, also just to admit, add insult to injury, it's a lifetime ban. And he went on to say, I ever go back to Disney ever. He then showed us a clip of a car following him as he was leaving the resort. Then in a, tic in a TikTok, the jokester, according to the New York New York Post, posted back in 20 March 13th, he showed himself walking through Disney's wedding venue at the Grand Floridian Resort without the help of employees. And he said in that video, quote, I did not know they just leave the doors open like this. Why would you leave this wide open? Disney for me? Thanks. I appreciate it. Not a smart move. I'll touch on that again later too. 
A few more paragraphs here. Um, they went on to say Jeter shared another snap at the Disney Spring Shopping Center where he taped himself drinking, then spitting out water from five decorative fountains. In another TikTok he posted on March 18th, he admitted that his manager received an email from Walt Disney Company execs who didn't quote-unquote appreciate his videos. The emails relayed to Jeter also allegedly said he wouldn't be quote-unquote allowed backstage anymore. So I just wanted to give that brief synopsis of what happened, and I thought the New York Post did a good job with that. So let's get into the next part, which is the reddit comments that i thought were all bringing up very good points in this and so let me share that really quick so in this one this is the thread called and this is linked down below as well so you can go on your own time after this if you want the water fountain guy got fired lmfao laugh my fucking ass off um so some of the comments were just kind of saying how bad it is and blah 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 um let's see what i i saw a comment on one of these threads and i for the life of me, could not find it when, when I was prepping for this video, but um, I, I I wrote it down. So if it doesn't come up here, if I don't find it again, I, I'll, I'll tell you. But um, someone said this, and I'm sure a lot of people are thinking this. Call me sadistic. This is from resident smartass. <laughs> Call me sadistic, but watching clout chasing morons ruin their own lives is one of my favorite forms of entertainment. And people were replying saying they agree and all that kind of stuff. Um, someone said, and they bring up a good point. He, they said, he just goes to Universal now. Uh, I hate him. And then it looked, someone was saying, too, they might actually ban him from Universal, too, if he keeps doing this, if he doesn't learn his lesson. Um, someone said, if you love Disney enough to cry, wouldn't you be aware how they would react to you associating their brand with the water bottles, you stupid water bottles you're selling? We'll get into the, the fact that it was sponsored content as well. Um, and someone replied he thinks that he was helping them by making content for them and the idiots who comment on his videos agree with him he even made an april fools video where he pretended he was banned then rehired then put in charge of disney social media and danger audio responded with a really good point and something that i think myself and any other content creators who may get any level of notoriety probably should keep in mind is something i try to keep in mind meaning like if i say something online i try to in most cases uh remind myself that this, this is a human interaction and would i say this in real life so they said when you get quote unquote internet famous you are thinking about internet content not real life consequences any sort of influencer is disconnected with reality i would say to an extent uh, i worked for a band i think they meant to say that had youtubers in it they were constantly talking to the camera unaware of what was actually going on around them so I thought that was a very interesting point as well. Someone said, I wonder what he expected. That guy was actually employed. Um, let's see what else. Anything? I, I think um, I think that was pretty much it for this thread. I Yeah, this person basically said they think that it's... Okay, actually, this is a good point about Disney investigators. So they said, Lynn1987 said, so video first came out i thought that the lifetime ban was a bit much i originally thought that if this guy just kept his head down for a year and requested in writing to be allowed back then they would let him then i looked up the job description for disney investigators and they're disney's equivalent of the fbi if you're if you're being handed a permanent ban from disney investigators then it really is a lifetime ban not only that but these people work on an international level I'm willing to bet that lifetime ban includes every single Disney property on the planet. 
all the parks, the cruise lines, the resorts, and the effing store at your local mall. I'm willing to put money down right now that he's banned from all of them. And I actually think I agree with this person because it sounded pretty serious in his video when he was describing it and the way they treated him. I doubt that if he's doing that kind of stuff at their parks, they're probably wondering why wouldn't he do this at any other property, big or small, right? So it's very interesting. Um, let's see, is there anything else? Okay, I think that was it, the Reddit, but I wanted to go on to the Twitter thread because I thought the Twitter thread was actually very, very interesting. So this this Twitter thread was by a user at the name at Pammy plus Parks. Like I said, I don't agree with a lot of what was said on the other threads on her this person's page, but um, I think this one is good, and this will be linked down below as well, so you can check out their their um, content as well. But she says, or this, I'm going to say, I'm saying Pammy is she, I'm just assuming, I don't know, but it says, this officially marked the end of his 15 minutes of fame. This guy made TikToks of himself drinking non-potable potable water from Walt Disney World and Universal Orlando decorative fountains and features, bragging he's being tracked by park security and makes a big out of being banned for life. This is the same article I just read, the New York Post one. And she wanted to say, creating stunt videos, drinking water filled with commercial grade chemicals and cleaning agents like bromide, chlorine, vinegar, and anti-algae agents, such a bad idea. Also in his YouTube videos, he and or his cohorts are shown breaking mocking safety rules at various center, Central Florida locate attractions. I'm going to touch on those friends a little bit later because I have some, I happen to have watch some of those friends without knowing they were associated with this person but anyways she went on to say stunt creators give theme park youtubers a bad name i'm going to touch on some of my favorites later too many of us have small channels that cater to underserved niche audiences we put time effort and care into the videos and try not to be intrusive while filming filming in parks this guy cares about notoriety and money before all else and that's their opinion but um, and it, his actions would point that way. Someone replied, who would want to drink water fountains? And Pammy Plus Parks says, someone desperate for attention and notoriety. His Universal Orlando water feature TikTok had a water bottle co-sponsoring it, so maybe for money too. It's one thing to act silly and have fun, but another to encourage the drinking of fluids not meant for human consumption. That sponsor was the coldest water, which I will touch on my thoughts on that a little bit later. But some people just said they stopped following him. Someone said it's hard to have sympathy for him. He makes it very hard. And saying that he had shared some other secrets about fireworks shows and other things in Disney Springs, which is like downtown Disney shopping for them. Um, this person basically said that because the New York Post is talking about him, he may think he's winning and he continues to gain more followers as he does these stunts. And Pammy plus Parks says something that I'm going to echo a little bit later, which is he'll springboard this into something highly lucrative after posting a series of tearful apology videos when one of his impressionable tween followers gets injured emulating his stunts. Great point. He has editing and promo skills, but he's going about it poorly. And I have a lot more thoughts about this later. But, okay, so that's really all I want to share from other people's thoughts on this. In addition to what was talked about on these threads that I just shared, I saw this comment somewhere else and I don't, I honestly can't remember who or where I found it, but I think it was on one of these threads, but maybe someone deleted it, but it was basically reiterating the part about 
the part about the public health aspect of this and drinking from, from fountains in particular, and I, I don't know for sure, but I feel like now coming off of a year of a pandemic where the focus was on public health and companies of all sizes trying to find what liability they want or need or have to take on regarding public health. And so I think this ban possibly, in my opinion, could be a little more extreme for him now, considering what these companies are going through regarding having to regulate certain customers. And when they see someone like this pulling off a stunt like this in this time where public health and liability is paramount to these companies, whether it's by choice or not, I think that might play a lot into this as well. And obviously Disney doesn't want people thinking that they don't care about them, their customers on a public health front right now. And so that was another thing I thought. So more of my thoughts. So I actually want to share a quick story, kind of kind of story, because I can't share too much because it's about being backstage. But um, when I have been backstage, which I've been backstage at Disneyland in California and Disney California Adventure in California, uh, when I was a drum major for the marching band in high school, my junior, well, all four years we did parades during the holiday time. And I got to be the drum major of one parade in Disneyland my junior year. And then my senior year, I got to do a parade in Disney California Adventure. I think that was my senior year. Or it might have been the other way around. But anyways, um, and I actually wouldn't feel comfortable sharing what it was like backstage online for sure. But even with people in my real life, unless they really asked, I still wouldn't share most of probably any of what I have gone through. And I definitely would not have taken my phone out or taken pictures. Um, that was something that was a big, big no, no when we would go back there for obvious reasons. But one thing I actually wanted to address is a question that I think I've seen a lot about going backstage in general, which is, does it ruin the magic? And by the response from Disney, as far as going backstage, clearly they hold that very highly as, or they value that very much of keeping that as a trade secret of theirs, because obviously they banned Jason from going backstage because it clearly they probably couldn't trust him with being back there because they didn't know what he was going to do. He was kind of unpredictable. And so the question is, does it ruin the magic? And I think personally, there's a little bit of a spectrum here as far as what it would affect you. I can address this without saying, like giving anything away that Disney wouldn't want. But I think if you are someone who doesn't want to know how things work or how, how the magic happens, if you will, then I think going backstage could potentially or likely not ruin it, but take a little bit of it away. If you are someone who doesn't really care either way, you're like, okay, that's cool if I know how this works, but if I don't, it's okay. It probably wouldn't affect you. But if you're someone who really loves knowing how things work and kind of the behind the scenes, the brains behind the the magic, if you will, then I think going backstage only heightens that, in my opinion. And that's how I felt when I was had gone backstage a few times, although I had always been interested in that. So it wasn't like anything was really uncovered by going back there that I couldn't find elsewhere that I wasn't like assuming or kind of expecting 
but um, it is part of the magic. And so I understand why Disney does it. And that's kind of the answer to that. If you've ever been wondering, like, it does going backstage, would I like it, would I not? That's kind of my take on it. So back to some of my response to some of the Twitter comments I had just read about um, Jason Jeter, the TikToker who was banned, about him going backstage and some of the people he hangs out with in the like Disney theme park vlogging content creating community in Florida. And uh, a few of them that I watch that are kind of adjacently associated with him. One is Jojo's world. And he had this guy in his video recently. And I was actually peeping the comment section because I was curious to see if anyone was noticing what I was noticing. And some of the newer comments were, were saying, Hey dude, do you know that this guy you're like in the video with is like in all this controversy and like being covered everywhere? And so I I have a feeling they know, but they're kind of maybe trying to not get each other in trouble or guilty by association. And then one of Jojo's friends is Kyle Paolo Paolo. And I actually like his content too. And I don't know how closely I haven't seen, I don't think this Jason guy in his in his videos, so I don't know. Um, but they are theme park vloggers in Florida as well. And although, um, so another theme park vlogger that I like that I don't think is anywhere associated with these people, but I just wanted to share if you're looking for one that's good besides Kyle and Jojo, um, that I mentioned is the Tim tracker. I don't know if you've heard of them. They've been, he's been doing this for like 10 plus years, as far as being a theme park vlogger and Disney parks in general and, and the central Florida area. Um, what's interesting about that is it kind of crosses over into that family vlogging world. And I know that's a popular family vloggers are very recently um, associated with Disney and kind of that's kind of being used against them at this point. But the Tim tracker, he is someone who is a Florida based vlogger, but it's interesting because I think that might be his model is kind of how you do quote unquote family vlogging like a little right, if that makes sense, because for them, their channel has always been about like daily vlogging and theme parks that are around them and doing attractions around them in Florida. And now they just happen to have a child and they've been open about their struggles with having children and how this was a surprise. We've as subscribers have been kind of along for the journey the whole way um, here and there. And so I think that's why I, lo I like them so much. And I think they're very honest. And so that to me is how I think we pivot to a more like moral, morally acceptable family vlogging world because they, like I said, their their channel is not centered around their child. It's around theme parks and attractions and their and sometimes their home life and, and things around the house. But it's a balance between that and their child. And sometimes he just happens to be there. Or it just happens to be something that he does. Hold on. So I think that's kind of something I thought of when I was thinking of what I was was going to say. And I think that's that's um, a good balance, I think, is family vloggers that it's not really centered on their children. Their children just happen to be part of the entire thing, if that makes sense. And then um, I've also seen... Okay, wait, hold on. I wrote down this note, but I don't think it's for this video. I'm just realizing this. Hold on. Okay, so it was about the um, 
the comment about this guy doing this stunt, making other people in the same niche online, making them look bad. And I think that's partially why I, because I follow a lot of, especially recently now that the Disney parks are opening up and here in California, Disneyland and all the other parks are opening up. I've been following them more than I have the past year or before. And I was following them before that, but really now I'm kind of curious as things open up and I'm trying to plan when I want to go back and hopefully, hopefully very soon. Um, but there, a lot of them aren't addressing this on a lot of their, on a lot of their feeds and their channels. And that's why I found that Twitter thread, that Reddit thread and the, the article, because there wasn't many of the other vloggers in the community addressing it really. And I think it's smart of them because they really don't want to draw attention, more attention to this story because it could get to more people and maybe whether they mean to or not, make them look bad um, who are in a who are in a niche. So there's that. And then I had a thought just in general about the tactics Jason is using, which is that this might be, he might be a one-off in that community as someone who is pulling these, these stunts and kind of using clickbait and all that stuff. Um, and I can, now that I'm thinking about it and talking about it out loud, I'm thinking, you know what, maybe I have heard others address this. They just didn't say his name and they were very vague about it. But anyways, it reminds me of kind of shock jock tactics for attention. And the first thing I think of when I think of shock jock in my, my world is, uh, is like a, a Howard Stern type or, uh, in the online world, new new media world, it's kind of Tana Mojo. And speaking of her, she uh, did a story time video. This all this all this stuff reminds me. I, I remember very weird things. Just in case you're wondering, like I have a very interesting memory. So she did a story time video that I happened to see because it was about Disney years ago, like four years ago, maybe 2016. Um, and I put the title of it in the comment section, but or in the description, but and. It was back when story time videos were really taking off and getting more and more crazy. By but by now, she's become a megastar, so clearly it worked. But she had a story about how she was visiting Disneyland in the summer and it was so hot and they sold out of water and people were in the fountains and drinking it and playing around and whatever. And so that was one of the story, one of the videos and stories I was thinking of. I'm like, oh, I remember someone else doing kind of a shock jock type thing with. Disney. And so when I see, when I saw her video, I knew it wasn't like I inherently it wasn't real, but when someone is so convincing and they just go for it, whatever they're doing, even if they're completely lying or whatever, you kind of have this thing in your back of your mind where you're like, maybe they are telling the truth. Maybe there is some truth to this. And so, uh, but of course with her story, I was like, okay, if that was happening, I would have heard about it and whatnot. And she's younger than me. So it's not like it would have happened before I was born. So anyways, so unfortunately, I think that there is a chance that he isn't going anywhere, like one of the Twitter threads mentioned. And it's clearly a marketing tactic that works and getting attention and gaining a lot of attention on you really quickly. But like that Twitter person said, it's also sending your respect level and your niche and people that work in the same area and the same, the same uh, industry as you. And so, yes, you might get a whole bunch of followers, but you won't have a community within whatever niche you're in to go. So I thought that was interesting. 
And it'll be interesting to see if that ban actually holds up and if it is actually that extreme. And if he gets banned from other places as well, we'll see what happens. Um, I don't know if you can actually ban someone from your property for something they did on someone else's property. I'm not sure how that would work. Let's say like if he did something at Disney, would he be, would Universal be allowed to use that as an excuse to ban him from their property? I don't know. Um, and so that's interesting too. And I will be curious to see if he pivots his content uh, away from Disney, if he can't go to anything Disney. It'd be interesting to see what he, what he does or if he's even able to talk about them at all. I don't know. And as far as the sponsored water company that was in his video, um, the one, I think it was the one at Universal. I wonder what the sponsor company thinks of, of that. And I have a feeling they might not even know he's doing that because I have seen that sponsorship of the coldest water. You've probably seen it too. It's just a water bottle that says the coldest water on it. Um, as a common sponsor on a lot of different types of content so i don't know exactly how it works but it seems like one of those things that maybe it's just an affiliate thing that anyone can sign up for and it just you kind of can pretend or allude to the idea that you got a sponsorship to kind of give you some legitimacy but really it's not that that legitimate or not because i have a feeling i don't i don't know if a water company would want to promote drinking from a fountain or anything that they that isn't sanitary if that makes sense so um i'm gonna oh and, and this another i wrote another note here saying and uh, i've seen compilation videos of that water bottle sponsorship of where it's been in other people's uh videos and other smaller creators or whatever newer creators and it's i think the title of the video was your first and only sponsorship and it was the coldest water bottle so you've probably seen compilation videos of that but anyways um my general thoughts on TikTok, now that we've talked about this specific situation with a Disney TikToker, is I am, I've said this, I'm 20, I just turned 25, so I'm kind of on the older end of the Generation Z, and I'm on the young end, so I'm the oldest of the Gen Z, but I'm the youngest of the Millennials, so I'm on the cusp, and so that kind of puts me in, in an interesting spot, and I think also a unique and advantageous spot for me right now. Um, and stereotypically, I think I'm supposed to like TikTok or be on TikTok, but honestly, I feel, I've always felt kind of, it would be kind of creepy for me to, to, uh, to be on there and it obviously it used to be musically and that was i felt creepy back then even wanting to think about going on music um even though i was younger but uh i felt weird back then and, and then when tiktok became musically i thought i thought it was tiktok was a little less cringe but i really have only seen uh compilations of youtubers kind of sharing their favorite talks or tiktok compilations and also videos from TikTokers who have migrated over to YouTube from TikTok. And so that's kind of my, the depth of what I know about an involvement in TikTok. And I asked, I have a few videos or one video in particular on my channel being critical of some TikTokers and some of the, the stories that have come out of them migrating to YouTube. So some of the shenanigans and drama regarding in particular the D'Amelio sisters and the D'Amelio family, which you can go back and, and watch those if you want. But, um, and I'll probably link them after we're done here down below. 
And now that I'm doing, actually, let me write that down. Link TikTok video of mine. And now that I am doing YouTube shorts and on this channel, and I've been open about kind of the struggles of my strategy of people only seeing the clip from the longer content and commenting on just that click when the longer video, if they actually went to it, would change their perspective, in my opinion, of their comment. So I understand why short form based content platforms like TikTok or in the past Vine or Musical.ly or even stories on like Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, Snapchat, um, and even character limits on Twitter and, and the like can become a problem because it really reduces you down to a level which can, I think, remove that human nuanced part of whatever the subject of that content is covering. And so I think that to my, and from what I observe is part of the, the problem with this short form content and why I think the Twitters of the world and the TikToks of the world breed or allow for this type of behavior to happen because it has to be very quick and, and to the point and often removes a lot of the human factor to it. And so another thing that's kind of like, oh, I, I don't, I don't like TikTok is because um, I actually think I'm subconsciously a little bit afraid that I will like it and even get sucked down the rabbit hole of the TikTok world. And so subconsciously, I think I'm actually preventing myself from spending time on it because I know I don't have a lot of extra time on to spend on another platform. So that's one thing. And as I'm kind of trying to understand why people like TikTok in general, whether it's the dancing videos or just the content houses or the drama, I had to really like step back and think, okay, this kind of reminds me of when I like watched reality TV when I was a teenager, let's say like Jersey Shore, and I was a teenager. So I was looking at 20 something year olds living a life that I'm like, mm, I'm about to reach where I have this option to do this. And I kind of wanted to peek into that life. And I was like, you know what? I think I experienced it enough through the reality TV. So by the time I got to 21, I basically had no interest in doing the partying thing because I had seen it done by others. And I'm like, I don't really want to be that. And so that was kind of my way of doing that. So I'm thinking me as an introvert back then and kind of trying to figure out if I really want to do certain things when I reach a certain age, it could be the same thing with kids watching TikTok videos or dances or whatever. Um, especially this last year when they just need an escape place to escape. I completely understand that. So um, I try not to bash on TikTok too much, especially with the kids, because every every generation has the thing that they, they like and enjoy and consume that later the other people probably think, what are they, why do they find this so interesting? So there's that. And then, um, like I said, uh, this was a note I just touched on anyway, was just living vicariously through others. That's why I love right now watching Disney influencers, especially on YouTube, go to the parks because I know I'm waiting until everything is fully open, which like I said, hopefully it's like coming very soon, but, uh, to go. And so right now I'm relying on them to live vicariously through them before I can go myself. 